Hey everyone, this is More Than Just Trucks, a podcast for gearheads, truckers, and anyone who wants to learn more about the trucking industry. This podcast is sponsored by Truck Country and Stoops Freightliner. Come along with me as we dive deeper into what makes this $700 billion industry an essential part of all our lives. Here, we will interview industry leaders, educators, and more as we aim to inform the population on all things trucking. Hello and welcome to More Than Just Trucks podcast. I'm your host, Ray Clark. And today I have Aaron Wickline and Jake Pulley on the show. Both of them are technicians with our company, and we're going to be discussing our technician training program and kind of the direction where those guys came in from a little bit of a different industry themselves. And uh, we'll also talk about more of a little bit of recruitment and how they feel with the company and the training program itself again. So be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Uh, we got a great show coming up. I, I've talked to these guys before. We've uh, had some really good side conversations in the past. And uh, I think we've got some really excellent employees here and uh, for our future in the company. So again, both our guests are technicians. We got one from Anderson, Ohio. Jake resides. And then we've got Shellsburg, Wisconsin, where Aaron resides. So hi, guys. Thanks a lot for joining me. And uh, so let's get started. So so let's let's do let's give the audience just a little bit of a background, a brief bio on yourself. So Aaron, let's start alphabetically with you. Um, well, I I grew up farming, uh, you know, in South Central Wisconsin, um, and then uh, you know just working on the farm. We uh, you know we were always fixing things. So I ended up uh, you know pursuing a career in uh, the ag the ag maintenance field. I worked for a John Deere dealership here, local to the area um, in uh, southern Wisconsin. Um, worked there for a while, and uh, then uh, it ended up being just a little too long of a drive uh, from home to work every day. So then, uh, being from being in Shellsburg, it was like, well, truck country's there. I'll send my resume in, and uh, one and a half years later, here I am. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. And Jake, I know, uh, I know you came from a totally different avenue that was really cool for me when I, when I first heard you speak on behalf of that. So Jake, give us a little background on yourself. Uh, yeah. Um, I grew up not in a very, you know, fairly small farm and we hardly ever, I did hardly any diesel work, more gas engines and stuff like that. And, uh, when I was a kid, man, I was lost. I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And, you know, bad paths. Anyway, I uh, come into a manufacturing job and it was, it was work. It was money. And I continued that for 10 years. And that was, that was terrible. I needed uh, something. I needed something else to do. And I took a stab at it. I got offered a job and told them I'd work my butt off and everything's been good since. Great. And they sent me to school and this is where I'm at. I, I love it. Yeah, cool. No, like I said, hearing, uh, knowing that you kind of come from, you know, kind of a, a farm boy perspective, but really for me, that was intriguing was that you literally went in manufacturing. I mean, you came from a totally different industry. Absolutely. Machines every day, routine job. It yeah. Was... I mean, the repetitiveness, and I know some people, uh, I guess that for me, that's the differences. And, and you tell us, you know, it's it's not repetitive in our field, right? I mean, there's always something oh, new. Every day, it's a new challenge. I mean, one minute you think you have something just spot on. I know exactly what I'm doing. And the next day, they'll throw you one that's a couple of years older, completely different system. <laughs> you learn something new every day. I'm yeah. never stuck on the same projects. I, I do love the diversity of the job. Cool. So, Aaron, what, you know, you said a little bit, Let's let's uh, you alluded that what prompted you into this line of work. So you were like you said, you were kind of a farm boy went in the egg side of it. Um, was it just the fact that you were already kind of that farm guy hands on? I'm going to fix things. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it, you know, we always had the repetitive every day, twice a day, do milking cows, you know, so kind of tying into Jake's thing. And, you know, when chores were done, it was that was the exciting time of the day because it was 
okay, what can we go do that, you know, that's different or, you know, other than just, you know, doing the same four hour routine in the morning and the same four hour routine at night. And uh, I kind of gravitated towards more of the, uh, you know, I, I want, you know, I, I gravitated more towards the equipment, uh, obviously running equipment, but also when it broke down, figure out how it worked, put it back together and make it work. Um, now sometimes out in the field when all you had were just a few tools and a couple pieces of wire or, you know, something like that, you made it work. It wasn't great, but it got you done. Um, yeah. and you took, you took pride in that cause you know, you figured it out and you didn't have to call, call somebody to come bail, bail your butt out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah um, exactly. The old saying is, uh, what is it? Balan twine and, and barbed wire or wire usually, uh, was the farmer's best tools. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the farmer I worked for, he, he always hated if you broke down by the road because he said, oh, yeah, right, right by the road for every damn fool to see, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I you know, I picked up what I could. I wouldn't say I was self-taught, but, you know, I kind of I learned what I could by teaching myself and from obviously, you know, the people I worked with um, that knew knew about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I I started on the farm when I was 10 years old for the neighbor. Um, my family didn't have a farm, but dad sent me over there when I was 10. And uh, I stayed there till I was 18. I uh, graduated high school. And then I, uh, then I, I ended up going to try to go to college for two years. And I realized that that wasn't for me. And then I, uh, you know, I just sent a, sent my resume into uh into the local John Deere dealership and, you know, they sent me to training and next thing you know, I was, I was doing that. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it was very, and everything was very familiar, um, you know, and, but you know, the, the, the other part about that industry too is, is that, you know, you never know what, never know what you're going to do during a day. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I had some, had some days where I'd load up the truck at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, I get back at five because I went four different places to work on other people's stuff, you know? Yeah. So you were pretty independent then, you know, as a kind of like a, I'll call it a road tech or traveling tech, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the main difference here um, versus like the ag world. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to tow trucks to the shop, you know, than it is to, you know, tow something else and, you know, and it's just not, it's just not, I don't want, but it's just not efficient for them to tow it into us unless it's right. something very major. You know what I mean? Yep. Jake, when was it? What, you know, it's kind of cool to hear that, uh, you know, Aaron's dad at 10, like, Hey, get to the farm and start working. Right. Um, you know, uh, Jake, when was it, what, where was your age limit or your age level when you started, you know, doing things and starting to make changes? Oh, uh, changes in my life personally well or, you know, yeah, about my younger, younger yeah your age. younger your younger days i mean when when you started oh. realizing that hey you know what i i, I like, like tools my... and i like tearing things apart yeah uh, i would say about three years old <laughs> my nice. mom caught me tearing apart the vacuum cleaner <laughs> nice <laughs> you know and I, I, i've always loved tools my dad worked on vehicles my uncle my grandfather was diesel tech but he was old old school you know he taught yep. me you know, how to work on farm stuff, but I, I was around it most of my life in and out. I mean, it wasn't a daily thing, but every right. other weekend or so with grandpa, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, okay. I've got to reflect back. So mom, not impressed the vacuum cleaners in pieces. Was it uh, functional well, when you got done? Um, at three? No. But <laughs> down the line, you know, it was my mom's like, hey, I really need an oil change. Can you change my oil? Absolutely. It's, you know, uh, an oil plan, bolt and new oil and everything filter. You're good to go. Yeah, I got it. I had it down pat. I was doing oil changes for family at 10 years old. I so, worked on my own vehicles and bikes and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. So when when did you go down that manufacturing road? Uh, <laughs> what made that? switch so the same old lovely mother i was sitting i just i just graduated high school and i was into video games that's that's what we did when i was in high school and i'm um, sitting there playing my video game and my mom come in and threw me a, a post-it note said call this man and get a job okay i will do that <laughs> called him up and went and got an interview and they sent me in to this manufacturing plant and it was real basic labor work uh simple no thought process involved you work we pay you 
cake. I got this. I did that from 18 years old until 29 when I moved to Stoops. I did it for 10 years, um, which I I moved within the company there. I did, but not enough. It wasn't enough to where I wanted to be. And and that was one thing I did want to enforce is one thing I love about this job is you want you want to move up, you want to move forward with your career, ask, ask and show that you want it and you will move on. And I, the potential to do something different with your life is, is awesome. And that's exactly what I did. I took that opportunity and I ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, like I said, uh, I'll mirror that comment. Right. So same thing for me in a sense. And I think Aaron, you know, I think can also relate because, uh, we'll get into more with Aaron's role and position as a new hire, but yes, I, I feel that the company does a very good job of looking at, hey, I think we might have a leadership in this guy. And, and again, you know, I know I know your manager had multiple discussions with him, and uh, just from what I've seen in the training program, talking to the instructors and stuff, yeah, both of you guys have some very very good. Uh, work ethic. So hats off to you guys on that because you guys will go places inside the company. I mean, like I said, uh, we can allude a little bit to it with Aaron. And uh, I was I was set back when I got a phone call. And I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the story ahead a little bit, Aaron. I'll, we'll elaborate more. But Aaron's service manager and fixed ops manager contacted me, and I'll talk a little more about the training program coming up. But they're like, hey. Um, we want to, we want to move Aaron into a foreman role. And how, how's that going to interfere with uh, the training program? I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. We, we don't pull him, you know, don't take somebody from the training program because let's see what we can do to make this work. So, yeah, I mean, again, there's so much that I think uh, you guys have seen and succeeded in a very short time. Um, so, you know, what, for both of you guys, you you know, I think the area maybe, but what made you guys choose truck country and stoops? Well, I guess, I guess for me, it was, it was, it was a lot closer to home. Um, you know, I, I live 10 minutes away versus having an hour drive one way. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'd always drove by it as a kid and I didn't really know much about it when I was, it's kind of like, you know, you'd see the big trucks and everything out like, Oh man, that'd be cool. But no, nah, I, I want to go work on corn planters instead. Um, I, I should have followed my gut feeling as a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Hindsight 2020. Yeah, hindsight 2020. I learned the hard way. That's usually how I learn anyway. Um, but, uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, it was, it was close to home. It was, you know, it, you know, it seemed like a company that's always been here and, I didn't really know much about the company when I applied, but you know, you've seen that sticker on the sign that said since 1958 and it's kind of like, well, they've been here this long. And I thought, honestly, I thought their only two locations were Dubuque and Shellsburg at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like, well, how much larger. Yeah. And it's like, well, they've been here since 1958. That's probably a good, good indication. I can spend a long, long period here. So yeah, let's give her a try. Yeah. And you've been with us how long now? Uh, be two years in September. Two years, yeah. And Jake, what uh, what steered you towards uh, our stoops? Uh, so honestly, uh, my girlfriend's father worked here, and uh, I come over to see him one time, and I was complaining about my job, and yeah, I come over just check out the shop. I'll show you what I do day to day, and. I came in and I was highly impressed with the shop layout and how clean it was and the tools and of course the the trucks and it was it was awesome. So I'm like, well, I wish, I wish. I it ended up just apply and I met the service manager. I met some of the senior techs and I ended up applying and that it just kind of felt like home. Uh as soon as I walked in, I was like, I, I would love to work here. They're like, well, it's apply. Well, I don't know. And surprise, surprise, I got the interview and the job. <laughs> wow. Nice. And you've been with us how long now? Uh, two years two in years November. Cool. So just, yeah. You know, I'm looking back now, Jake, when I moved into taking over both the Stoops Training Center along with our Truck Country Training Center, I remember being 
in conversation with Jeff and hearing that same thing about, yeah, um, so-and-so's son swung by the here and he goes, I think, I think he could be a good tech. (laughs) And I do remember that, you know, that's why I say it's like bells and whistles are going off. It's like, wait a minute. I remember hearing that and talking about that same conversation with Jeff way back when. So yeah, hats off to you guys. And now both of you guys are kind of in our, our tech training program, right? You're enrolled in that. So how's that been for you so far? I think uh, the experience, uh, I think the experience has been nothing short than great. Um, You know, and uh, there's a tech, a tech here, I guess you could call him your coach as you know, that, that whole program. Um, He kind of took me under his wing when I first got here and I talked to him about it and everything about like that. And he pretty much, he pretty much said, you have nothing to lose because yeah, you can learn things here in the shop, but they're going to teach you things down there that not a lot, a bunch of us know here and you're going to bring that back and you're going to teach us. And that's pretty much focused right on the how much information we have at our fingertips, where to find it and how to find it. Yeah. Um, that that's the biggest that was one of the biggest things for me was is there's kind of really no excuse because there's information everywhere and you can find it. You just got to know how to find it. Yeah, very true. And Jake, how's uh, how's it been going for you? I have to say that I am I thoroughly enjoy my my TTP class. I enjoy the instructors, I enjoy the other students, and I enjoy our, our workload. And um, it's working great for me. There have been things, you know, you work in the shop and you learn one tech's way of doing it. And you find out, oh, these other techs are doing it this way too. And then you go to school and in the matter of two weeks, you're on one subject and you get the correct, absolutely technical information. And you go, oh, no, these guys weren't right. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, this is how we do it. I love having that absolute correct um, decisions. You know, it it is – I let's see. How do I say it? They are so full of knowledge, and I love knowledge. I love being able to go and ask my questions and learn new things. And it's it's working out for me well. Well – that's like, that's great for me, right? Being kind of uh, over, you know, overseeing the training department. So uh, let me elaborate a little bit for our listeners uh, on our training program, because most of them probably don't know besides, okay, yeah, we have to train our technicians, be certified technicians to, in order to perform, you know, warrantable type repairs. So we, as a company, both Truck Country and Stoops have two types of training paths, if you want to call it. We have what's called our traditional path. So you could come in from another dealership, uh, maybe out of a tech school, very mechanically inclined, very savvy, already in the business slash industry, but now you need to get the certification levels up. And we hold those classes. And you pretty much, as those classes come into schedule, you would have your prerequisites take those online courses and then be able to advance into instructor-led training classes at either training centers those come into. Then the second path that we have, which both of you guys are involved in, is a very customized company-built program where we do ask that employees sign an agreement with us. So both Jake and Aaron have signed an agreement saying, I will stay with truck country soups for three years, but within these three years, here's what the company is going to get back to me. So it's paid training, 27 weeks, all your expenses paid as far as, Hey, you're our employee, right? If you have to travel to and from the training centers, uh, if you have to stay in a hotel because you're out of town, we take care of our lunches. We expense a per diem for dinner. So we take care of all the expenses, pay you as an employee, and give you certified training. Now, the difference in the training portion is that we really break it down into uh, a very hands-on instructor-led multiple-time type scenarios, right? And what I mean by that is if a normal DTNA class is, let's just say it's a week-long class, in the program, we will break that down into a two-week class so that the techs get 
to be able to do and train the same curriculum kind of several times. And it, and I, for me, I think it's building that confidence because of repetitiveness, right? So I would much rather have our student technicians come into the training center and, you know, we all learn by our mistakes. I would much rather you learn by your mistake on our training aids, but on our training trucks with a, like Jake said, a very experienced, knowledgeable uh, instructor that we're going to let you fail a little bit, but not to the point where you completely fall on your face. Right. But we want to guide you in that path, let you do it hands-on several times. So like I said, those 27 weeks, you break out in year three, and now you're an expert certified technician. So you get the same level of certification, the same level of training, only it's a little more hands-on. And it's, like I said, it's really stretched out to give you more time in the training center for those that maybe need that. You know, you take Jake, yeah, he's got some mechanical background and stuff. Um, Even Aaron going from the from the egg side of it, but now you spend a hundred percent of your time at the training center on just Freightliner product and just the correct process. And where, like, like Aaron says, is now you have all the information at your fingertips, you know, where to look it up and you're learning all that. So inside the program, and this is for me, this is the kicker that I think we do great as a company. We have a tool program and a lot of schools do have tool programs and they're associated with Snap-on, with Mac and Matco. We have partnershiped up with Mac and Matco and they are on a tech ed program. So Aaron, Jake, any of the, uh, the rest of them that come into this program will get a technical education discount on the tooling. We've put together a toolbox and set of tools that will really get them up and running and we turn around and reimburse up to $7,500. The whole package really is right in that ballpark to begin with. So in essence, the company reimburses the employee, the tool package minus tax or interest, if you want to look at it that way. And they purchase it up front. So the technician themselves, it's in their name. They do the purchase. It's their tools. And uh, in the end, uh, the the you know, there's always got to be a catch to something. And the, the only catch is don't get fired, don't get terminated. And uh, if you do, unfortunately, have to leave, uh, we base it on a, a smaller dollar value. And you would have to, we would prorate it and you would have to reimburse us for the investment into the training program that we locked you into. So in general, uh, a really great program, like I said, for the tools, the benefit of the training everything that the company does really for their technician and their employees to uh, advance them. And I can tell you that when I start looking into statistics and I start working with Freightliner DTNA and our warranty recovery and everything, certified technicians always gain 10% recovery more than your average technician. So the training does pay off very much. So um, guys, I mean, what do you, I don't, I don't think, I, I think I've hit it all. What else, what else do you guys see for, you know, the program itself that you're in any of the, the kickers or the good things and uh, the positives of it? Um, I would say, you know, cause I'm at the training center in Dubuque and I would say that everyone there, um, if you have an honest to God question or any question for that matter, you will never be turned away. Um you know, when I was kind of coming into this new role that I'm in that we can get to in later, but I didn't really know a lot about, about the software that we use here in the, in the dealerships. And I just, I just asked uh, one of the instructors there who I knew who knew it very well, if, you know, we just wanted to spend a day together and he could try and, you know, get me a little more ahead of the game and, you know, be a little more prepared for my first day. And, you know, it was no question. Yep. Absolutely. We'll set it up. Let your service manager know. And, you know, it was, it was just very beneficial. Um, and you know, it's, it's great because if you do have a question, if someone isn't, you're not quite understanding it or someone else isn't quite understanding it in your class, um, you know, the instructors down in Dubuque, they, they don't hesitate to say, okay, well, let's back up and let's dive into this a little more. Um, and you know, well, they'll, they'll spend as much time as they need to, to get you through it. You know, it's kind of a 
no person left behind deal. Um, you know, I mean, or any other training that I've ever been a part of, you probably, you, you wouldn't get that. And I think that just steps out that the company wants to, you know, make, make they're making an investment in you to be the best you can be. Um, and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So, I mean, it takes a little bit on your side too, that you got to put, you got to put the effort in and you'll, you'll get the most out of it if you put in a good effort. Yeah. Yeah. Jake. I, I completely agree with that. You get what you give. It's as simple as that. Um, I, the guys are really great with any kind of information. I, when I started, I was greener than you can imagine. Green, green, green. And I asked everybody questions and now I have older technicians asking me questions. Thanks to the schooling. I'm able to, yeah, no, this is the way it goes, man. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot better. A yeah, lot better. that is, you know, like I said, it's, you know, for those of listeners out there that don't know or realize that we are a family owned and operated business and company. And for the size of us, you know, 20 plus locations across the Midwest, exactly to what you guys said is we've strived to build a very good team of good atmosphere. And uh, the way you said it, Aaron, you know, leave nobody behind uh, the instructors, you know, as kind of that leadership role in both training centers, you know, my objective was to build a better team and just keep building a good team and bring those guys in around you. So I don't look at it as, myself oh hey raise a great manager no it's management is good because of the people below them in in my eyes you know the the dealerships only as good as the employees the company's only as good as the employees and and like you said those are that's a good word to note because uh you know the instructors like anything right you get one bad customer and you hear all about it but you don't hear much of the good all the time so uh, our instructors will definitely, uh, they'll hear this and uh, it, it's, that'll be a good uh, positive note from you guys. So thank you guys for that. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. So the benefits, um, you know, we, we've seen the benefits from it and you guys, like you said, I mean, just the, the knowledge that you're getting on it. What are some of the challenges right now though? What do you feel you know, like uh, you said, Jake, you, <laughs> you said you were greener than green, right? So Yes, what, sir. I, what I were still those challenges? challenges? Um, oh man, electrical. I am not a fan of electrical. <laughs> I still struggle very heavily with electrical and I, it's bad. This is one challenge for me is being put into a challenging job and not yet getting to my training for that job yet. Yeah. So like my, my TT, class we're not quite to the electrical full on so even though i have a hint and i'm still struggling through it i wish i had that training today and i and i'll have to wait a couple more months and i'll have it but <laughs> yeah and in today's world as you both know the technology and the electrical side of it is just i mean i want to say that probably 80 to 90 percent of our our truck repairs that come through the shop now end up being electrical in some sort shape or another Oh yeah, absolutely. So Aaron, where do you, where do you, you know, if there's any struggles for you, where do, what was, what was some struggles or challenges that you thought coming across? Was it, was it literally going from that John Deere um, agricultural side to the transportation side or were there other challenges in there for you? Um, yeah, it was, you know, everything was different, you know, in the egg world, there's every basically implement has its own job. Um, and then, you know, you come here and, you know, yeah, the truck looks on the same on the outside, but it's a different uh, emissions level. So it's going to have a lot of different stuff in it. Um, and I think kind of the challenging thing was, is, you know, knowing, okay, I got an EPA 10 versus a GHG 17. What, you know, kind of remembering the changes over the years and going, well, it was here. On, it's here on this one. Oh, wait, but no, it's here on that one. And, you know, it just kind of... I would struggle with, you know, I'd always think it would, you know, I'd always struggle with forgetting to look at what it was um, and just, you know, diving in and going here and then going, well, no, why, where, where is it? Why is it not here? Then I'd have to go back and figure it out. And they go, oh gosh, why didn't you think of that? You know? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, just kind of 
you know, just kind of remembering that, you know, yes, they look the same, but they are not all the same. Um, and it's, you know, just, and it could even be within the same, you know, the same years of trucks that, you know, yeah, it's here on this one. Oh, but this one didn't have it. So how did they, how did they route the wiring? How did they route, you know, anything else compared to, you know, just the spec of the trucks? You know, it's not all the same thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and actually you alluded, you kind of answered my, I had a question kind of, so how did we make, you know, our training programs fit the different skill sets during the training, you know, and it was cool to hear you say that we, you know, the instructors, the trainers have not left anybody behind that. If it's like got one person that says, well, you know, I guess I'm just not catching it. We pulled the reins back and we backed up again and we've gone over it and, and everybody, you know, I think that's to me is a plus side too. Right. I mean, that helps you guys. I, I use this scenario all the time. You watch a movie once and it's like, I, I'm a Deadpool fan and I use this all the time in his example, but it's like, you see the movie, I watched Deadpool and I've watched it. I don't know how many times. And it seems like every time I watch it and see it, I, I pick out a little different piece or part of the movie that I never caught. And I think training perspectives are the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can, you know, it's like, so if you guys, and this will be good for you, uh, Jake, right? Cause don't feel alone because I think a lot of uh, technicians right now struggle with the electrical side of it. And unless it's just, it's, it's that niche that I think you really have to, some guys it comes natural <laughs> to. That is true. And yeah. I will tack on to uh, the trainers and the training and the individual techs in the training. Um, th- when you're asking why it fits different roles and different skill sets, there's definitely guys in my class that are greener than I am. And it is interesting to sit back and watch the individualized one-on-one trainer tech training and, and it's like my trainer knows that electrical is my weakness. So it's all right, where, where, what's going on in your brain that's not clicking? And he knows that. But yet the guy next to me, he may have electrical, but he doesn't understand anything engine. And it's, it's very special or not specialized, individualized. And yeah. I, I do enjoy that. That's, it makes everything work a lot better. And I think, you know, if, if you want to reflect back to, even high school, right? You had classes of what? 20, 30. 20, 30 kids, exactly, right? And it's like, yeah, you just, I, I, yeah, I think sometimes myself included, I felt like it was either catch up or you lose out completely because you didn't dare ask a question because there's 30 of you in the room and you know the instructor, the trainer, teacher's got to keep moving, right? So it's like here, and again, I think you guys have both alluded to that. You everybody gets the attention that they need with the training staff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I know my favorite part of, of our training so far was uh, week 12 when uh, we had to do our presentations and, yeah. and uh, Andy let us pick. Um, he wanted us to pick a subject that we were weak in. Right. Um, and I chose ABS because it was a system that I felt I was very weak in. Yeah, okay, I knew how to open up the Wabco system and read a code. But after that, it was kind of like, okay, what do I do with it? So it was nice to kind of make a presentation for the whole week. You're, you'll spend pretty much the whole week working on a presentation, researching and doing all this to, you know, kind of learn at my own pace and make it go together with my brain on how, you know, and it after about, you know, probably a day of, reading and researching it was kind of like oh so that's how this works you know yeah. what i mean it was it, that that was that that to me is like one of the great things about it too yeah so for our listeners we have incorporated one of the weeks where we have the technicians become the trainers and it, it's a little peer-to-peer pressure because we truly push them to to instruct on a soft area right so like aaron said abs was one of his weaker points and it it gets them to really dig and involve themselves even deeper plus it plays the role as now you know what it's like to be up in front and try to instruct 
And and personally for me, Aaron, on a on a selfishness, and I don't like to be selfish by any means, but on a selfishness uh, motive, I'm looking at saying, okay, who could be our next corporate instructor, dealer, trainer up here, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. So yep. uh, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for future growth. Like like Jake said, if you wanna, whether you know it or not, you know, you're kind of. I had one general manager told me uh, every all the time that you're being interviewed in your job every day and you don't even realize it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So Jake, your current role right now is kind of, uh, you're, you're that trainee tech, right? You're being coached. You're that, uh, kind yeah, of that I'm, novice I'm, guy. I am general. Hey, we need this done. Okay. I haven't done that yet. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, they, I have, uh, I've replaced engines as whole sets. I've done a lot of clutches and transmissions. I've done a lot of drive lines and rear ends and brakes and electrical. And I just got done with a three-day welding project <laughs> today. Uh, it's just I'm all over the board and I love it because diversity it's, yeah. it's as something different every single day yeah, and exactly. it throws me out of my element. You know, once I'm comfortable doing breaks, now I'm slapped back into a transmission. It's like, okay, well now I got to go figure this all out again that I was on it three weeks ago, but it's yeah, they, they, they run me around. I'm, I'm definitely getting plenty of experience. Good. good. <laughs> and, and Aaron, so like I said, let's, let's, reflect back on the earlier conversation. So Aaron, like I said, was brought up to me in the program and, and very early in the program. And it's like the first conversation with, with your fixed ops manager with Dan was like, uh, we're going to, uh, we want to make Aaron a foreman. And I'm like, Oh God, no, don't. Yeah. I mean, good in one way. Right. Don't take it wrong. Not, oh God, no. Right. It yep. was, it was no, we didn't want to lose him out of the training program. So how's that going for you? I mean, literally, you know, a year and a half in, in pushing two years and, and boom, you're kind of into a leadership role, but yet you're a trainee tech, right? I mean, you're in training. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, before the foreman deal, you know, I was, I was just like Jake, you know, it was kind of, you know, what do you want done? Well, we need to do this. All right, perfect. And I go do it, you know, and I was doing transmissions, engine swings, rear ends, brakes, S cams, you know, I was just all over the board and that's why I love. Um, and then I was approached about the, uh, nighttime foreman, nighttime foreman spot. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of one never to shy away from a challenge and I knew it would be challenging. Um, but, uh, I knew where there there were some areas uh, that we could work on on the night shift because I was a part of the night shift, um, and uh, you know I thought I could try and make a difference. And uh, I've been in the role, probably oh gosh, uh, going on three months now, um, and uh, everything is uh, working a lot better. Um, I remember as I spent two weeks running the day shift for training with my service manager and everything like that, and. I remember walking in that Monday morning and uh, I was uh, very close to uh, having to go change my pants. Um, but uh, no, it's, 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 it's honestly, it's been great. It has some, you know, it's, it's had better days than not, I would say. Um, and that's not something you can really say all the time. Um, but no, I enjoy it. Um, I do miss my tools very much. Um, I still get to use them a little bit um, here and there. Um, you know, I usually come in on every Saturday just to get my, get my mechanic fix in. There um, you go. But, uh, but no, I, I, I can't really say anything terrible, terrible about it. Um, good. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm still excited to come to work every day. Like I was before. So. Yeah. Nice. And like they said, uh, or one of the sayings, right. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, I've always, you know, my background is like you guys, I grew up kind of as a wrench head and it's for me that intriguing part of the day was it was always something new and the fact of just looking at it saying hey you know what it came in broke and my mind my hands fixed it and and all of a sudden something new come in right it was rarely I mean I don't care what you say it you rarely even see two basic brake jobs come in 
that are in a sense repetitive, right? Because is you don't know what's behind that drum, what's going to oh. happen. You know, right? Yeah, it could turn into a wheel seal very quickly. Yeah, one set of roller pins come out, the next one you're literally heating and beating, right? I mean, it's yep. like so that's the cool thing. So, um, you know, I guess you guys already alluded to really what your best part of you know what you guys do and what you enjoy with it. So it's that's cool to hear that uh, you know both of you guys moving in the right direction, got great attitudes. Um, when you guys were looking for truck country and stoops and looking at it, I mean, let's just jump back to that. So again, Aaron, you said kind of close to town, but was, I mean, did you guys do research when you were doing that? When you were, did you guys actually look into it or was it literally because of the association, like with you, Jake and your dad? Um, was it close to town? Was it all that would just, fell into place easily for you this saved me eight mile trip from my last location <laughs> um so an eight mile difference he paid me just a little bit more to get me out of that door into this door and i was just looking for a change i felt really comfortable talking with the managers and i told them i'd work and I didn't really do a whole lot of research into stoops and he honestly told me he was going to put me in tech training program. And I'm like, I don't care whatever you do with me. Just I, let me work and make money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, like I said, I thought it was just a uh, little Shellsburg, Wisconsin and Dubuque on the truck countryside. I didn't, uh, I didn't know we reached, we had, had quite the span that we do. Um, but uh, you know, coming in, you know, for, you know, you're always nervous going into an interview. And if you're not, then you probably shouldn't be going in. Um, and I s sat down with my uh, service manager and uh, within two, two minutes, we were talking about tractors and old tractors and everything else. And it yeah. was like, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe, you know, you know, that's, it, it was, it was a comforting, you know, kind of like a familiarity, even though it was vastly different. Right. Yeah. We're all human. Right. I mean, John and John is definitely into his, his older tractor collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's kind of a, a, if you want to call it a recruiting thing or something, uh, what keeps you guys here? Is it the pay? Is it the benefits? Is it the training, the atmosphere? I mean, what truly company wise, what, what do you feel that the company does that keeps you here on board or will, will always kind of be on the forefront, keeping you. It, it's, it's the people for me. Um, I got, I mean, I gotta say, this is probably uh, the most family oriented place that I've ever worked. And uh, you know, like my night shift, we kind of think of ourselves as a little bit, a little family, you know, we're always there and we're always talking outside of work. We're all, you know, some of us hang out outside of work and everything like that, you know, and even, even going, you know, to everybody else, whether they're day shift or office personnel, salesmen, parts, you know, we all know each other. We're, you know, we're all around from the same area and we all, we all look out for each other one way or another. Um, you know, one of the parts guys here, me and him have, you know, we, we've hung out before we worked on some stuff at home together because, you know, he's very mechanically inclined too. It's like, Hey, I'm having a problem with this. Can you, know, can you, you want to come over and take a look at it for me or something? And, you know, it's just, it's a very family oriented place and, you know, you, you can't replace that in, in my mind and anything. Um, you know, the benefits are great too. Uh, good healthcare, good healthcare plan and everything else. And, you know, if you work hard, if you work hard here, they will go, they'll, they'll, they'll pay you in return. You know what I mean? It's it's not a, you know, it's not a, yep, you're here. This is what you're supposed to do. It's if you go a little bit of that extra mile, um, you're going to get rewarded in the end too. Nice. Jake? Well, <laughs> uh, the biggest thing that keeps me here at this job is the respect that I get as a human being, as an employee, as a green trainee. I love the amount of respect I get from all the guys and the management. The training is immaculate. Um, it's I, I love that part. You have to have the want for the mechanical twist to it. But as, as a career, as a job, as stoops, 
it's the people, the respect, the atmosphere, a lot of it. The pay is great. The benefits are great. But, man, it's uh, it's a whole different feeling. I, I have to say that this place changed my life. <laughs> yeah. It really did. It yeah. changed my life for a good path. I was going down a very, very bad path, started here, and yeah, here I am. You know? no, that's, yep. that's awesome to hear from both of you guys because, I, you know, you guys have – kind of seen me a little bit on the instructional side and I've done some coaching and leadership training and programs and stuff like that. And the more and more that I keep hearing, you know, even, even if we want to talk, you know, millennials wise, it's not always about the pay for some employees, right? It's literally it. and, And it's great to hear you guys talk about how it's the atmosphere and it's the people. That was the first thing you guys both spoke about. So that is, that is kind of cool to hear that from you guys. So, so let's wrap things up kind of quick. And um, what advice would you give to, you know, if, so Jake, you know, you, like I said, you come in from a manufacturing, I mean, to me, it's kind of cool because it's like when people feel like they're stuck in that, I don't want to call it a niche, but when they're stuck in that groove and they're like, well, all I That's know it. is manufacturing. All I know is how to make donuts. All I know is how to do this. You know, what advice would you guys give? Not just to the new kids, not to the young kids coming out of school, but definitely we need, you guys both know we need to grow our, grow our uh, tech count across the United States. But let's, let's take, for instance, guys coming out of the military, um, wanting to change careers, uh, manufacturing, like I said, just, career oriented people that want to change their careers. What would you guys say to that? Don't be afraid. <laughs> Make the jump. Um, don't spend your life in a dead end job that you hate because you will never get out of it. If you don't make the decision to jump, it's, you have to have a career that you enjoy. How's the saying go that if you, um, if you do, if you're doing what you, you what makes you happy, you never work a day in your life. Right now, I still feel like I work, obviously. Right, but but I I thoroughly enjoy it. And if if you, even if it's a different career, if you have any interest in it and you hate where you're at, you are never. It's never too late to get out and do something else. And and not just stoops, but there's so many other places that are willing willing to take other people and train them and do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's half the battle getting nowadays. It's half the battle getting people to want to stay in just in the work ethics. Right. I mean, as you guys both know, we can train you the skill set. You just got to want to be here. We can't train you working hard. Right. No, no. You have to work hard. That's it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I'd reiterate everything there. It's, uh, you know, come in with a good work ethic and, you know, we'll give you every chance to succeed. Um, you know, and if you put your head down and you work hard and, but, you know, you'll be rewarded in the end and there, there's no end to the limit you can climb, you know, starting out here, you know, you start out as, yep, you're going to start out as a green guy. You're going to do some grunt work, but if you keep working hard, you're going to work your way up to the engines pretty quick. Um, or, you know, into an office position here or anything. I mean, the company will always, always give you an opportunity to grow if you want it. And I'd say, you know, never be afraid to send that resume or walk in the door or, you know, just do whatever you got to do to get here. Um, you know, if you got the willingness and the drive and everything like that, the sky's the limit at truck country and stoops. And I will have to add on top of that, that big trucks, big truck dealership, it is overwhelmingly uh, it's it's just so huge and it's very you feel very small around it if you've not been in the career at all and all these guys are like take it one bolt at a time man it's just a bunch of small things put onto a big truck and it's not as overwhelming as it feels. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You big trucks are, they're just a couple pieces of big C channel with a motor and wheels and electrical that make it go down the road. That's really all they are. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And I'd rather stick my hand in a truck that's ready to be serviced than a car that was never meant to be pulled apart. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's, you know, uh, as a manager in the past, I've had a lot of auto technicians that are, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to use the word scared, but I'll say they're, they've been scared to come into the diesel world. They're like, Oh no, this, you know, I don't know the diesel, you know, we, we fire off a spark plug and I don't, the, components are really big. And, and I think the, the large factor is scary. And I'm like, you know what, everything that's large and heavy, there's tools to pick. You don't have to bust your back and, and um, you know, throw anything out because there's cranes, there's pickers, there's tools to, to the, do the job for us. I mean, the difference is, is in the auto world, your breaker bar is two feet. In our world, it's four feet, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Big air gun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One well, inch air. Right. What's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to thank you guys for taking time out of your day today and uh, thank your managers for uh, letting you guys jump into my podcast. Um, again, great conversation. Uh, thank you for the listeners. Our podcast is growing. I watch the downloads and it keeps increasing. So again, thank you all for listening to more than just trucks podcast. And we're sponsored by Truck Country Soups, one of the largest family owned and operated Freightliner dealerships in the United States today. So again, check us out for parts, sales and service needs. Who knows if you're in Shellsburg or Indiana, uh, Anderson area, you might get one of these guys working on your trucks for you. And uh, we cover across the Midwest, cover six states with our newest location in the North Chicago branch in Hampshire. And I'd like to add that we are still kind of currently seeking out some dealer trainers, a little recruiting tactic out there, uh, you know, technicians, uh, trainers, uh, job postings. Check us out on truckcountry.com. Go to our careers tab. If you want to send myself an email at Ray Clark, R-A-Y-C-L-A-R-K at truckcountry.com for any podcast information. And again, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate your time today on More Than Just Trucks. Thank you.